Welcome to Monday Matters with Holly Cochran. Holly is a wife, mom, coach, and entrepreneur. She wears these and many more hats while running three successful businesses, a gym, online counseling and nutrition program, and commercial cleaning company. She brings a unique perspective to everyday life with her spicy, no-nonsense attitude. Holly helps her clients keep it simple with small tweaks that over time add up to big life changes. With that, let's get on with today's episode. Here's my friend, Holly Cochran, an incredible human you need to be listening to every Monday. Hey there, family, friends, and strangers. On today's episode of the Monday Matters podcast, it's going to be the first of four parts. I have been spending the last couple of months doing a lot of reading and research and podcast listening and delving into my hormone cycle. Well, a woman's hormone cycle, but particularly because I want to understand my own a little bit better. And I want to start doing things that are working for me, not against me. I always want to be doing things that are working for me and not against me. So I felt like if I better understood each of the weeks of the four weeks in my cycle, then each week I could be like, okay, this is how I can kind of manage myself on this week. And this is what I should try to be doing on a different week. So it, it's been fascinating for me. And before I get started uh, in this first of four episodes, I wanted to share that one of the things I learned for people who are not getting a regular menstrual cycle, either you are using a um, birth control method that has made it so that you are not getting a birth control cycle, or you are past the point of having a regular cycle and you are already through all the perimenopause and you are out the other side, there are still hormone fluctuations happening, whether or not you are having an actual menstrual cycle. And they have found that for most women, they will align with the moon phases. So most women, will either be ovulating during the new moon and menstruating during the full moon or the other way around. Uh, they, they did experiments actually where they took people out to see <laughs> women out um, and nobody was on any birth control or anything. And by the time this experiment had been, this study was done, half the women on the boat had cycled with the new moon and half the women on the cycle had um, on the boat had cycled with the full moon so that the entire boat wasn't menstruating on the same week, which I thought was kind of fascinating. Um, hopefully that's a true thing. I didn't actually go and look that up. I just was listening to another doctor talk about it on a podcast, but it's something that I wanted to go back and research for myself because I think it's all just so incredibly amazing. So, um, if you don't have a cycle that you are able to keep track of, then keep track anyway of how you're feeling throughout the month and see how it aligns um, with each of these four weeks and the moon cycle. Because you might be able to find out that you are actually synced up and you do have a cycle without actually menstruating. Okay, the first uh, part of this four-part series I want to talk about is our winter phase the 
menstrual phase, day one of your period. So if we start there at the beginning, then most people can go back and know what week that was and move forward from that. I am going to start using a kind of a color-coded calendar. There was a woman that I was listening to that as an entrepreneur, she color codes the four weeks in the calendar because there's certain weeks out of the month that are better for creativity and better for productivity, that kind of stuff. And so she purposely sets her month up so that she's working as an entrepreneur on the things that she can do better during each of those weeks. So she color codes the week of the menstrual phase, that first week of your period. She color codes it blue. She calls it, we call it winter, the winter phase. Uh, So just imagine when you say blue and winter, sort of the feeling that goes with that, the warmth that can be, that you can be craving during the winter months because it is colder outside in the winter and you are seeking a slower, warmer, um, sort of just imagine that warm hug around you in the winter that makes you feel so good. That's what you need on that first few days of your menstrual phase. Your body is now resting. So when the woman's body is doing what it's intended to do, whether we want it to do this or not, it works at being able to create another life. When you start having your period on that first day, that is your body now resting. You did not get pregnant during ovulation. Your body is not going to be focusing on doing that. So it gets to rest. So the beginning of our period is when our body is resting. You may not feel like it's resting and I can tell you why in a minute, but your body is resting and needs to be resting. So honor that. Honor the slow. It feels better to just slow down. And I don't just mean physically because physically a little bit of light cardio might help you feel better. So I'm not saying stop everything, but it's not a time for you to think you're going to have great, um, amazing PRs in the gym. This is not the week for that. And when you know that, then just go about moving your body. Just know that if I, if I get the blood flowing, it will help to allow my body to continue through this shed that it is doing this week. So move your body for sure. But don't expect amazing things because your body's actually in a rest period. This is also a good time for you to be making decisions. Your hormones have dropped enough because you've already ovulated. You know, your hormones have peaked. And now during this phase, they're coming down. So your estrogen and progesterone are lower during this week of shedding. And when your hormones are a little bit lower and you aren't sort of heightened in that heightened state, this is a good time for you to be making decisions and having conversations and knowing that, you know, you're going to be able to think things through. The The study shows that the left and the right side of the brain are the most balanced in this week of the month. So if you need to use right brain, left brain, um, crossover thoughts, this is the week to be doing some of those decisions. 
which I thought was kind of interesting and why, you know, if you are able to set your schedule up to book, you know, planning things, this is the week to do that. Um, hydration is crucial during this week. We are retaining water and we might be bloating. And so being extra mindful, this is not the week to forget to fill your water bottle up at lunch. This is the week you want to be even more aware that you need to drink water and to be hydrated. Okay. Um, during this week, menstruation triggers a mild inflammatory response in the body leading to an increased production of cytokines causing cramping and pain. So that's why we don't feel awesome. That's why we have those cramps and pains. It's because our body has increased our inflammation. So if you are having sort of severe cramping and lots of pain, especially if you have young teenage daughters who are just having horrible time with menstrual cramping, Take a look at other inflammatory causes. It might be a lot of sports. Now, I, I truly believe that moving can help alleviate some of that, but are you moving too much? Are you, are you creating too much cortisol and stress? And then this week you also are adding an inflammatory response. What does your diet look like, especially during this week? Are there other inflammatory foods in your diet that are making you react. And if you removed those for this week, especially would the inflammatory response of your, um, menstrual cycle not cause as much discomfort and pain. So it's one of those things that you can manage. So for me, I shouldn't eat a whole lot of dairy. I shouldn't eat dairy. I always say the little whole lot of dairy cause it makes it okay in my brain when I do. Bottom line is I have a food sensitivity to dairy. I probably shouldn't eat any dairy, but in order to help me when I am inflamed for other reasons, if I take dairy out of my diet, it helps. It helps for that inflammation to not take off and be really uncomfortable. So knowing that means I get to have those choices. I get to have that power of, okay, is this going to be a nacho chips with cheese kind of week? Even though that might be comfort food that I really think would be awesome when I'm having that week. I don't know that I would choose it just knowing that that's something else my body's got to deal with and manage and, um, navigate and might make my situation feel worse. So the inflammatory response I thought was interesting. I, in my mind, I thought, okay, shed would mean when I'm, when I'm losing blood, that would be anti-inflammatory, but actually it's not. The foods that help with this inflammation and with this week of sort of rejuvenating ourselves while we are resting are iron rich foods like our leafy greens. So I don't even know if there's a week where that's not going to show up. Bottom line is eat the kale and eat the spinach. <laughs> but I thought it was interesting that, uh, so iron rich foods, leafy greens, legumes, red meat, tofu, and fortified cereals are useful during this week, as well as magnesium rich foods like nuts, seeds, almond seeds, pumpkin seeds, those kinds of things, dark chocolate and whole grains, brown rice and quinoa, that kind of stuff. 
those are also, so if you were doing like a month's worth of meal planning, um, you might be able to just say, okay, like I, we don't love quinoa, but if there was a week to have a Greek quinoa salad, this would be the week. This would be a helpful week. This would serve me even more than on other weeks. The omega-3 fatty acids like salmon, chia seeds, flax seeds, walnuts, and hemp seeds. So I make my flaxseed cookies all the time and I call them my hormone balancing cookies, but I might rotate them in. I might make it so that they're they're my this week cookie because I get kind of sick of them if I eat them every single day and I make them every single week, but I do like them. So if I'm keeping track and knowing which weeks I'm going to want my flaxseed cookies, this would be the week for that. Vitamin C rich foods like oranges and grapefruits, strawberry, kiwi, bell peppers, leafy greens. I'm pretty much going to eat those all month. So I'm glad they're helping on this week. Fiber rich foods like fruits and vegetables. Again, they're there all the time. And then the herbal teas like the peppermint, ginger, chamomile tea. I think just think winter and what would you like in one of those cold winter months? That's what your body would be best using during this week. Now, the other thing that I've been interested in, because as you know, as a counselor, the mental health side of our, our physiological health is fascinating to me. The gut brain connection, how we are all connected in one, one, uh, body and mind and soul. This is all stuff that I really nerd out on. So I, kind of delve into like, if I was able to, I don't think I'll ever be able to sort this out, but what if I was able to counsel people knowing what week of the cycle they were in and what was best utilized as far as counseling strategies during each of the four weeks? I think that would be so cool. So during the week, um, of the menstrual phase during this winter week, this is a time when you have a better chance of letting go your body is letting go, your hormones are lower. And this is a time if you were to ever to, um, really delve into the work of letting go and forgiveness, your mind, body, soul would be more receptive to that, that work in counseling during this week. There are other weeks when you would not be nearly as receptive to this work. And I thought that was really interesting. And I'm not sure if I'm incorporating it into practice or not, but for sure for myself, one of the strategies was the week before your period, there's going to be things that are super annoying. We'll talk about those when we get to fall. But during that week before your period, if you were to keep track of the things that annoy you about work, about your family, about your spouse, whatever, there might be a way for you to reframe that in the next week when it's time, when they're not nearly as frustrating and annoying and you can handle them a little bit better. How do you front load that for the next month? How do you create a little bit of a letting go situation so that the next fall, when you are feeling irritated before the week of your period, are there some, some things that you have put in place as far as strategies so that they don't have to be quite so um, triggering month after month after month. So think about things that have been bugging you the few days before and spend a couple of days or weeks trying to work through those things 
during the week that you get to let go. This is not an absolute science and it will not happen in the first month. But being mindful and aware of the kinds of things that you can do better each week might be helpful. So that's what that's how I'm putting it into perspective for myself. I'm not going to be able to let go of everything that it sets me off the next time I menstruate. It's not cut and dry like that. But the next time I'm feeling like I am shedding and I am letting go and I am sort of moving through a phase, what else do I want to move through? What else do I want to sort of actually address, deal with, and move through versus just continue to have wrapped around me tight? If you journal on the first day of your menstrual cycle about goals and wishes that you want, then they can be out there for you to put into practice when the energy rebounds. And it does. You're in rest phase right now, building up for some energy surges. So create that focus when you can think well, your right and left side of your brain are meshing nicely. Take an opportunity to get out a pen and paper and write down, okay, in the next month, what do I want to achieve? What's a habit I want to bring in? What's a goal I want to accomplish? Is there something new I want to start? Do I want to quit doing something? What is something I'm wanting to try to do in the next 30 days? Put the intention down on paper in this week of rest. You don't need to get started at it, but you're thinking clearly right now. So put it out there. And as your energy starts to increase after this week, there it is. This is how I'm getting started. This is how I want to do the next 30 days. This is what I'm working on. I thought that was a really helpful, um, I get people to do that in counseling all the time, but knowing that there's a particular time when you're going to be more receptive to it is also, I thought, brilliant. I was really interested in that. Um, they, the terminology that the hormone doctors that I've been following are using is that estrogen is our extrovert. Estrogen is the kind of hormone that likes to party. Estrogen is the kind of hormone that can handle these, you know, social situations or public speaking events, that kind of stuff. Estrogen's our party animal. We have our lowest amount of estrogen this week. This is not necessarily the week you want to sign up for extra social events. It's not like you have to turtle and go under a blanket and be a hermit, although that might be what you really feel like doing. But just if you were going to be planning a big party, if you were going to, you can you can plan it this week, just know it's going to be extra taxing or extra challenging or taking from you as far as your energy goes. But if you don't have to plan anything in days one through five, of this phase, this winter phase, if you could just honor the fact that you don't really feel like doing anything, so you shouldn't do something and gave yourself permission for that, you would feel so much better. Your estrogen will go up again. You will have more energy. You will feel more social. You will feel like you can handle more that life throws at you again. And you will to even higher levels and higher degrees if you don't exhaust yourself trying to maintain that level 28 days out of the month. 
If you recognize that there are times when your body is moving into rest mode and you join it and you move into rest mode as well, then when that body has done what it needed to do and it is feeling rested, your ability to shift into a more invigorating energetic mode will be there. So throughout this first week of your menstrual cycle, the winter, the blue, the menstrual phase, whatever you want to call it, take the time and honor what your body is letting go of. Enjoy that process. It's what we're here to do, whether we like it or not. Without us, <laughs> nothing else is going moving forward. We are, Women, we have that power so far anyway. So honor it. It is not something that you need to be ashamed of. Maybe not everybody's going to get on a podcast and yap about their cycle like I do. You don't have to. I think that's what I'm here to do. I don't have any filter. I have no trouble talking about this stuff. And you just have to put me in your AirPods and go for a walk and listen to it. But you can quietly go about making a little blue star in your day planner, knowing that this is a week where if I feel like saying no, I'm just going to honor that. It's okay. Take the rest because coming out the other side will be even extra energy to do even more. Front load what you need to front load to make this week go by well. If you're looking for inspiration for a food, you can go back to the list and think, okay, I don't really know what to make, but maybe I'll just pick a few things that are designed for this week and that will make my life easier. I won't have to think this through quite so much. And move your body with the intention of movement and flow without intensity. The intensity is coming. It will, your PRs will be there. They just might not be there this week. So I always feel bad because I don't know, we're not all on the same cycle here, but I put max back squat days up on the board. And for some women, they just shouldn't do that that day. I actually haven't done it for a long time, knowing these sorts of things and been more like, take this as heavy as you want to go. Like, how far do you want to push this today? So that everybody has permission to go where they need to go. Um, and we're not all going to be at the same place at the same time. So I hope you know that this is why I am doing the things that I'm doing. I hope that they're working better for us. If I am not making people feel like they are getting stronger and happier and healthier, then I'm not doing my job well. So the more I learn, the more I keep changing the practice that I have, both inside this counseling office and out there in the gym, and I hope that it's helping. All right, next week, I will talk to you about spring, which is the week after the period. Um, and we will be moving from winter into spring. Okay, stay tuned. Thanks for listening to Monday Matters with Holly Cochran. If you haven't already, make sure you subscribe to Monday Matters, leave her a review, and share this episode on your social media. Should you have any questions about what you listen to or want more info, reach out and send her a message at K2 Health with Holly on Instagram and Facebook. She loves hearing from her listeners. See you next time.